If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. You guys, it's Rick Tittle. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in to another live edition of Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. I am your eponymous host, Rick Tittle. Nice to have you with us, wherever you might happen to be listening, coast to coast and uh, Canadian border, Mexico border, bleeding over both borders without a passport, I know. That's some uh, espionage going on there. But uh, we are here to talk sports. Sports Byline USA, this network upon which you have set your dial or your app, or what have you, your shortwave radio. Uh, this network was started back in the 80s to just talk sports. And um, that's basically what I got going on today. I'm going to be having Super Bowl champ O.J. Anderson. He'll be with us in about half hour. Hard to believe it was 30 years ago that Scott Norwood missed. Uh, we'll also have uh, Dan Shackner. He's the Puppy Bowl referee. He's been doing that for a decade. Uh, Joel Kim Booster, the comedian, Korean uh, Heritage, hilarious, be part of Fespocalypse in the third hour, and we'll close off the show right around 11.40 Pacific time with Clint Hurdle, former manager of the year, and I got to ask him about an SI cover I remember seeing when I was in school, and it said, this year's phenom, Clint Hurdle, and he was like wearing his Royals uniform, he had like, looked like he was laughing hysterically. I don't realize what a big deal it was to get on the cover of SI back then. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app, uh, American Forces Radio Network. Big salute to our troops. It is Holocaust Memorial Day. Speaking of our troops who did liberate many concentration camps. And I just bring that up, not to bring a damper on things, but just so we always will remember. And that there are still blithering idiots out there that are Holocaust deniers for some reason or another. So I just wanted to make sure I mentioned that, Holocaust Memorial Day. And uh, also uh, on Twitter, at Rick Tittle, you can get in that way. And on Facebook, Tittling Sports with Rick Tittle. And on your TV set at CRN Digital Plus 2, the cable radio channel. Show, come on. 
And now a game of Commercial Chicken, brought to you by Progressive, where we see how long Flo can go without talking about insurance. Ready? Go. So, traffic has been crazy lately, right? And rush hour? Forget it. Nobody wants to let you merge onto the highway. But hey, somebody let you merge or you wouldn't be there, so... Drivers who switch to Progressive could save big... Okay, you win. We can't help but save customers money. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober and... All it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. This is Sarah's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. Driving cross-country with two young children is ambitious, to say the least. Then our check engine light came on. We pulled into O'Reilly Auto Parts and they tested it. Turned out it was a faulty sensor. They referred us to a great mechanic just down the street and we were back on the road in no time. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome, he's a genius. Hey, welcome back to the show, and there are open lines if you'd like to participate at 1-800-878-PLAY. Well, as we were kind of talking about yesterday, we had a feeling, at least I did, that uh, there would be no new members in the Hall of Fame 
the 2021 Hall of Fame class was just going to be Veterans Committee guys. And I said that even though Kurt Schilling was trending up and he had gotten to 70% last year, I said that uh, with the whole Trump thing and the storming of the Capitol by the bunch of eighth grade dropout crackers that probably people were going to hold that against him. Uh, and what has it got to do with anything? Well, people connect everything nowadays. Everything. And so Schilling uh, ended up the highest vote getter, 71.1%, 16 votes shy. And Schilling says, take my name off the list. More about that in a second. <laughs> take my name off the list. <laughs> but hurt alert. But hurt alert. Last time we didn't have anybody brand new was 2013, although eight guys on that list who didn't get in eventually got in. But that was the thing about Bonds, Clemens, and Schilling. This was their penultimate ballot. They get one more. Bonds and Clemens were almost exactly the same amount of people, 61.6% um, for Clemens, 61.8% for Bonds. Bonds got one more vote than Clemens. <clears throat> So we know for a fact that 247 voters both like him, both like them, and uh, one more likes Bonds. I mean, somebody voted for Bonds and didn't vote for Clemens, which is weird. Uh, Scott Rowland made a big jump up to 52.9%. Omar Vizquel, we talked about him, and uh, Blanca Garcia, his ex-wife, um, talked about the abuse that he gave her, and then he denies that. He was at 49.1. Um, other people getting over the 40 threshold, Billy Wagner, Todd Helton, Gary Sheffield, uh, Andrew Jones, 33%, Jeff Kent, 32%. Um, <clears throat> but for the new guys on the list, Tim Hudson barely made it at 5.2%. He got 21 votes. Bobby Abreu and Tori Hunter. But getting back to Kurt Schilling, now, you might remember Harry Carson, who, when he didn't get in the Hall of Fame on his first try, he said, take me off the ballot. I don't want to be in your stupid Hall of Fame anyway. Blah, 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 crying, crying. The next year he got in, and he gave the most rambling, fambling, stumbling, bumbling, fleet floops, fumbles, manimal speech I've ever seen. I remember it was a hot sun, and Troy Aikman, who was in that class, had to sit there and stare into the sun for 45 minutes while Harry Carson just rambled. I don't want to be in your dumb Hall of Fame. Then he gets, and by the way, no script. It was just, oh yeah, and this this what this guy was great, but that guy was racist, and this guy was cool, and that guy was an ass. I mean, anyway, hey, he got in. He can give a speech. But uh, Kurt Schilling says, I will not participate in the final year of voting. I am requesting to be removed from the ballot. I'll defer to the Veterans Committee and men whose opinions actually matter and who are in a position to actually judge a player. I don't think I'm a Hall of Famer, as I've often stated, but if former players think I am, then I'll accept that with honor. How about that? <clears throat> well, for eight years, Kurt, uh, or I should say nine years, Kurt, you did defer to people whose opinions, quote-unquote, don't matter, and to people who can't judge you as a player. This is just more of the 
boorish horse, <laughs> horse's assness that we get from him. So, uh, you know, as I said, he went up 1%, you know, um, but, you know, Schilling has, I'll never forget when Mitch Williams came in and Schilling put the towel over his head. He wouldn't watch because he thought Mitch Williams was going to blow the game for him and ruin his win. To show up your teammate like that. That was the first time I thought, God, that guy's really a jerk. But remember, he was on ESPN and he got fired because he tweeted um, a derogatory gay joke and then he got suspended um, from ESPN when he compared Muslims to Nazis. Um, I mean, look, on the field, can you question him? I think you can. Bonds and Clemens, you can't question. But Schilling said, as he continues, quote, I can say at this point, I am mentally done. I know math, and I know trends, and I know I will not attain the 75% threshold for induction. As I've stated over the past years to those I've spoken with, in my heart, I am at peace. Nothing, zero, none of the claims being made by any of the writers hold merit. Whatever mine is as a player will be the truth, and one I earn for better or worse. The game has made it clear it does not want me back, and that's fine. The game owes me exactly nothing. It gave a billion more times than it took, and I'll forever be deeply in debt to it. So, and we can take a look, and I will, at uh, next year's ballot, because there's going to be some controversial guys, A-Rod, uh, will probably be lumped in with Clemens and Bonds, even though he was standing next to Joe Biden. <laughs> Why was he at inauguration? Because his girlfriend was singing. Forgot her name. Uh, Big Poppy, the guy who said people who take roids should be taken out and maimed, and then he got popped for it. Um, and then you get some guys like Jimmy Rollins and Ryan Howard speaking of the Phils, uh, Mark Teixeira, one of the hugest horses asses people threw a party when he left his respective teams and a guy who some of you will say come on really him i think he's deserving and that's tim lincecum now you say rick i thought you were a very harsh judge uh, i am but a two-time cy young award winner multiple no hitters multiple world series uh yeah the all-star game at yankee stadium did he pick the wrong night to party? He did. Apparently taken out of his hotel room on a gurney because he partied so hard. And then the excuse was, he's, he's not feeling well. <laughs> I always love that. There was a story, I can't say the guy's name because it was told to me in confidence, but there was a story about a guy at spring training one time who had back spasms. And I know for a fact the guy that got into a fight and he got picked up and slammed on the sidewalk in Scottsdale. That was that was his back spasms. So, I mean, yeah. But still, um, big time Timmy Jim, um, I think. I would give him, I don't think he's getting in first ballot. And I don't think, I don't even think he deserves first ballot. But I would vote for him. I would totally vote for uh, Tim Lincecum. But anyway, so, I mean, look, we're still going to have a ceremony and we'll get to that as well, you know, who's going in, who's going out. But uh, Kurt Schilling says, take me off the ballot. Well, as I said, he only needed 16 more votes. Now, 
this is a way for him to save face, but this also to me is a giant quitter and giving the finger. It's like, let me in, let me in, let me in, please, 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 can't come in. Screw you, I never want to be here anyway. But now he's saying, oh, I don't need, you know, Hank Shulman and Mark Kreidler and Susan Slusser and Joe Stiglitch to judge me. I will be judged by people who actually know baseball. And then maybe I'll go in. All right, Kurt, sounds good. All the lines are available at 1-800-878-PLAY. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Files. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker we have great rates for you as well at the term lifeline we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above so if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance call right now for a free quote rates and availability may vary by state sample rate quotes are based on preferred not tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify 800-807-1981 800-807-1981 that's 800-807-1981 Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect, so I can try to meet your expectations. 
Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. So disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Thank you for that. Uh, so intoxicating. By the way, coming up next, uh, two-time Super Bowl champion Otis Anderson uh, will join us. And uh, this guy, if you don't remember him, as the kids would say, he was a beast. It's funny. <clears throat> when I think of O.J. Anderson, you'd say, how big was he? And I'd probably say, oh, like 6'4", 250. <laughs> He's 6'2", 220, but he he ran like an absolute beast. And um, also one of those first great players to come out of that Howard Schnellenberger program at the U when that all kind of got turned around. You know, this was a guy who, when Schnellenberger got to Miami, Coral Gables, he said, why are we losing all these South Florida kids to Notre Dame and Boston College and Penn State. This is ridiculous. Why are they going up to the snow? And so, <clears throat> they, um, they, like I said, they threw a net around uh, southern Florida and they get this kid out of West Palm Beach, uh, Otis Anderson, and I said he was one of those first guys uh, from those uh, programs. And um, actually broke Chuck Foreman's uh, career rushing record there. Chuck Foreman, if you didn't know him, he was the guy who played for the Vikings in the Super Bowl. And um, When I was growing up, he was sort of regarded as the best uh, receiver for a running back. You know, very reliable for the purple people eaters. Bud Grant, Fran Tarkenton. Oh, all those great players. And they lost four Super Bowls. At least not in a row. The first one was lost by Joe Cap, old number 11. So Fran Tarkenton only lost three. All right. Getting back to the Hall of Fame votes. Um, <clears throat> have not heard from Clemens and Bonds about them pulling their names out. They probably won't because they're not crybabies. But they can see it's not going to happen. But I'm sure they probably think that when you get to a veterans committee that people might actually, I don't know, Remember, Joe Morgan, before he passed, he put out a letter saying, please, please, please do not vote for Bonds and Clemens. I mean, just basically begging people. These guys cheated. You can't let them in. Now, if you go to a veterans committee that has guys like that, they can forget it. But if you go to a veterans committee that has contemporary players, like let's say it's, you know, Craig Biggio and <laughs> McGuire and Ken Seiko. No, they wouldn't be on it. But uh, I guess they'll try their chances then. As I mentioned, Omar Vizquel went down about 3%. And 
that's not uh, good trending. But, uh, you know, the biggest gainer, obviously, was Scott Rowland. And, you know, guys who have trended up, Helton, Sheffield, Wagner, and uh, Jones. But remember, there's still going to be a huge ceremony in July because you got to get in the class of 2020 that missed out. Um, and it'll be late July. It'll be July 25th. So Derek Cheater, Larry Walker, Ted Simmons, and Marvin Miller. And were it not for COVID, I would think that you would have to believe that this would have been the biggest Hall of Fame ceremony all time as far as tickets wanted. Because you're in New York, it's all Yankee fans up there, and here's Derek Jeter going in. And there have been some big ones. But you think about how big Mariano Rivera is. Derek Jeter is a hundred times more beloved than Mariano Rivera is. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying Yankee fans don't love Mariano Rivera, but Mariano Rivera is not the type of guy who, I mean, you get respect. I respect him. I mean, to go to the Hall of Fame on one pitch, how can you, how can you not respect the guy that goes to the Hall of Fame on a cutter? <clears throat> that good. I remember he was the setup man to John Wetland in the World Series back in the day. But they, uh, the Yankee fans, I mean, Derek Jeter transcended the Yankees. He was a guy that you, I don't care where you are in the world. You're like, who's your favorite player? Derek Jeter? You a Yankee fan? Yes or no? It's sort of like, you know, he was kind of like a Steph Curry. Like, not as much as Steph Curry, because uh, baseball's a little more parochial, but um, Derek Cheater was definitely a guy. Like, that was always my guy. I wanted to wear a number two, even though it's a terrible number. So we still will have um, a ceremony. Now, next year's class. How will the shutout affect next year? Will it affect next year and the baseball world of course was turned upside down in the last 12 months because everything else was turned upside down and not just because there was a runner on second and extra innings or seven inning double headers which they're keeping or empty ballparks with cardboard cutouts but the hall of fame situation fits i think right in with the weirdness how many do we get that year none okay but if you think the the empty Hall of Fame class, the last completely empty one where there wasn't even a Veterans Committee guy was 1960. And there was no one there to celebrate. So as I said, Derek Jeter, Larry Walker, Ted Simmons, and posthumously Marvin Miller um, from the union will get in. And that's what's kind of weird how, remember we had <laughs> a deal in the, in the NFL where we had next year's NFL schedule, but we didn't have this year's NFL schedule. And so we will have everyone celebrating from a year that went by already. But, you know, here's a seven-time MVP who can't get more than 62% of the vote. Here's a seven-time Cy Young Award winner that can't get 62% of the vote. Um, but, you know, Bud Selig goes right in, even though he knew about all the roids. It's just, it's just weird. Um, but if we can wade through all the nonsense and you get to the guys who might be getting a little more votes next year, I think the, <clears throat> the discussion on on-field exploits and off-field exploits 
as I said, the Omar Vizquel thing, um, does he, because there was nobody put in last year, does he get an extra vote or two? I don't think so. I think that's kind of jumping a little bit. But as I said, it's a weird year. But when you think about the guys who were on that list, as I was talking about Big Poppy and Alex Rodriguez, Alex Rodriguez, I, there's no doubt in my mind that Alex Rodriguez would have passed Barry Bonds as the all-time home run king. He was well on his way. And then he got the biggest suspension in the history of baseball. Uh, you think about he has, what do you have, 696 home runs. 696. Just a couple more se- He would have needed two more seasons to go past Barry Bonds. Alex Rodriguez's career batting average is 295. He has over 3,000 hits. He has over 2,000 RBI. He has over 2,000 runs scored. He has over 300 stolen bases. Alex Rodriguez is one of the greatest players in baseball history. A September call-up of the Mariners when he was 18 years old. And then you think about uh, three MVPs. You think about the rings. You think about leading Major League Baseball in home runs, which he did five times. The most ever was 2002 when he hit 57 home runs. In uh, 2007, he hit 156 RBI. But he's not going to get in. He's not going to get in because of the roids thing. And what was weird, remember, he blamed his cousin. And then he said, I took roids from this date to that date. Okay. But, you know, remember, this guy was the number one overall pick. And the year he got drafted, he was a September call-up. And when he got called up, he played in about, he played, he played, I pretty much, I remember the whole month of September. I mean, they ran him out there every day as their shortstop, did the Mariners. And he hit, he had no home runs and he hit like 200. And people were saying, don't worry, he's only 18, he's, he's going to be fine. And then the next year, he bounced up and down between the minors, and then he still didn't really impress. He had a few home runs, but he hit like 230. But then um, that third year, when he was 20 years old, 20 years old, everyday shortstop, he was an all-star, and he won the batting title. At 20 years old, he hit 358. So if you want to look back at, you know, like, whoa, look what Juan Soto is doing. You know, this guy was the Juan Soto, except even more important because he was playing short. So that's not too shabby. (laughs) And oh, by the way, when he was uh, his first two years in the bigs, he hit five home runs. His third year in the bigs, he hit 36. When was he taking the roids? All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come on back. O.J. Anderson on the other side. We'll see you in a second.
you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free Page Publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. 800 That's 800-603-0885. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about it. playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. Oh, that's some messed up stuff. Hey, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome back to the show the great O.J. Anderson, two-time Super Bowl champ, 
and uh, Super Bowl MVP as well. He's uh, here on behalf of Novo Nordisk, and we'll talk more about that in a second. But uh, uh, Otis, welcome back to the show, man. And uh, it's hard for me to believe it's been uh, 30 years since that Super Bowl. Does it seem like 30 years? Does it seem like yesterday? Where is it for you in your head? Well, in my head, it seemed like yesterday, but I just can't believe you ate 200 chicken wings at your mama house. I can't believe that. <laughs> it's incredible. That's an exaggeration, I think, but <laughs> that's yeah, how I roll. Yeah, but it, yeah, it does feel like yesterday, man. Uh, you know, you're getting a lot of calls about it. Um, it is the 30th anniversary, so it brings a lot of memories and a, and a lot of relationship that was built with that that, that team that – that uh, surprised the world and beat Buffalo. You know, when I think about your time at the U and you were so good and, and right about when you were getting out, they brought in Howard Schnellenberger and he said, I'm, I'm not going to lose any more South Florida people to, to Notre Dame and Penn State. They got to stay down. He kind of cast a net over that whole area to keep the local talent in-house and that's how they got good, right? Yeah, uh, he came in and he actually... Uh, Asked me that I have any more eligibility, and I said no, I don't think so. He said, "Well, did you play as a freshman?" I said, "I played. I ended up, you know, starting like maybe the la- uh, the last six or seven games of the season." And he said, "Well, let me just look into that." I said, "No, coach, I think I'm going to the pros." So, uh, yeah, he was trying to keep me around. <laughs> Now, when you got drafted and you went to the St. Louis Cardinals, and, you know, I'm in my 50s, so I still accidentally say St. Louis Cardinals now and then, but you were with, yeah, you were with my guy, Neil Lomax. I was always a fan of his, and, of course, he had that incredible career at Portland State with Mouse Davis, but, you know, there were was, was some rough years there, but there were some fun years. When you look back at that offense with, with Lomax and those other guys, what, what do you think about? I think about the relationship that, bringing Roy Green from defense to offense to stretch the field and get people from putting nine men in the box to stop me from running. So it kind of gave me some longevity in my life because Roy was able to go take the cover over the top and I had to bring two people out of that box to cover him. And uh, I, I contributed my staying around 14 years. Is Roy Green helped out a lot in that, and, you know, that's for sure. Well, speaking of Roy, you were the Rookie of the Year in, in 79, and then the Comeback Player of the Year 10 years later. What's that say about your longevity? Because we know the pounding that you take every time you carry the ball, and they say, oh, there's not much tread on the tires. And What's that like that you could play in three different decades like you did? That's exactly right. I played in three different decades. And, uh, it, you know, just taking care of your body. Um I, you know, I had two strikes in my career where I played with stop in 82 and I uh, had a chance to rejuvenate myself in 85. I hurt my knee and missed nine games. And, and then I got traded to the Giants in 86 and Joe Mars had a great year. And I just kind of played back up to him in 87 was another strike strike season and 88. I played short yardage and goal line. And then 89, I started. So I had some years to kind of rejuvenate myself because I was getting the wear and tear and the pounding. That's why I, I would put my stats up against any player in the Hall of Fame and those who are going in the Hall of Fame that um, I'm, I'm right there. You know, Don't know why I'm yeah. in there, but I know I'm right there. No, there's no doubt about it. And you know, I was thinking before you went to the Giants started getting those rings, 
I guess it was like Stump Mitchell. He was going to be the tailback in St. Louis. So when you went to the Giants, it's not like when you went there, they're like, he's our bell cow. You were kind of like the short yardage guy. And that's kind of like why you ended up like the comeback guy, because you rejuvenated yourself into the number one guy again. And that just kind of shows the resiliency there. Well, you know, I was trying to just make the team because in uh, after the 80, 87 season, um, off-season training program, I was not invited back to that program. I came on my own, and I just stayed around the program and just worked hard. And uh, it was a, a fight between me and Tony Galbraith to make the team. And I think uh, George Allen got hurt, and that kept me and Tony around. But ultimately, um, I just worked. I just worked, and then they needed somebody to get short yardage. And, and Ron Earhart, the late Ron Earhart, said to Parcell, listen, we got Anderson. He's six foot two, He's 230 pounds. He can fall one yard, Parcell said. So you know what? If he can fall one yard, we need to get him in the game. So they started giving me short yardage, and then next they started giving me goal line. And because of that, I was able to get a chance to compete for the starting job the following year, which was 89, and Joe Morris got hurt. And it was me, Rodney, I mean, I'm sorry, it was me, Lewis Tillman, Dave Meggett, Lee Brisson, and Maurice Cawthon. And I was able to fight off those guys and, and get the starting job. Yeah, Dave Meggett, he ain't going to get a yard by falling down. He'll he'll get some yards <laughs> on a swing pass. But, yeah, that would, to me seems like the way to go. And, and what was it like playing for a guy like Parcells? Because he seems like he could motivate you, but he would also kind of try to intimidate you. But uh, what was that like, the guy that had that much respect? Well, he, he did exactly what you said. He motivated you, and he not he didn't tell me that he threatened you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you got a coach who tells you constantly, listen, that's guys on the street right now that I got a direct line to that just wait, just waiting to come and get your job. So you need to either either uh, right this right the ship, or you're gonna be shipped out of here. So what do you want to do? And he's just constantly tell me all the time, you 12 years in the league. I can understand Megat fumbling, and I can make understand Lewis Timber, but you're a 12-year vet. You fumble the football. You're going home. There's just no need for you to be around. So I had always had added pressure on me to try to do the right thing, and I think that one year I had 300-plus carries and only had two fumbles, I believe. Made three, two I lost, I think it was. Mm-hmm. That's been outstanding. Uh, O.J. Anderson is with us. Let's talk a little bit about Novo Nordisk and how it helps with people with diabetes. Well, me being a type 2 diabetic, uh, I've been with them for, for two years, and I've been able to go around and tell my story, which is how I live day-to-day with type 2 diabetes and, and, the, and the pros and the cons of what you should do, which I always try to encourage people to exercise, eat right, and have a relationship with your doctor. So those are the true true uh, elements that have been proven to help deal with diabetes on a day-to-day basis. And now that COVID-19 has come into play, uh, that is one of our biggest threats is COVID-19 for anybody who have underlying condition, especially with diabetes. Uh, so we have to be extremely careful. That's why it's important that we constantly wash our hands, keep our hands away from our face, and stay six feet away. Those are the rules that is constantly out there. And be careful of the COVID-19, 20, 30 pounds that you gain from being isolated so long in the house. And and, and through that whole process, obesity is a, is a big deal. And, and, and one of the 
issues that you have with diabetes. So we partnered up with the NFL Alumni Association with a program called Huddle Up, Let's Talk Obesity. And you can go to huddleupobesity.com and get more information about the relationship we have and the NFL alumni, how they're pushing toward obesity. Because, you know, those are very important causes to stand behind because as you get old as a ball player, you do end up gaining a lot of weight. Unconsciously you do because you lose that that edge you had when you was a a true great athlete, when you always trained and you always ate well and you always burnt calories and now you get older, you don't get a chance to do much of that. So you kind of fall back into a bad habit and the NFL alumni is trying to rejuvenate us us, us, what they call uh, couch couch and, and and couch potatoes to start getting up and trying to do exercise, even though we know we have the COVID nineteen. But that's things you can do around the house to help uh, you uh, stay healthy and exercise in your house. There's a lot of things you can do to keep fit. So I'm just trying to help share a message to uh, all my diabetes family members. You know, I mean, all over the country because we're all in it together of, of staying healthy. No doubt about it. Well said. Before I let you go, I'd want to get your thoughts on this year's Super Bowl. I mean, I, it's very easy just to say you got to go with Mahomes, but you know, I picked the Saints to lose the uh, sorry the Bucks to lose the last two weeks. I picked New Orleans to beat them. I picked Green Bay to beat them. So I'm gonna <laughs> am I gonna go 0 for three again? I mean, is 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 Tom Brady gonna come through again? How do you see this Super Bowl? Well, based on what you just said, I'm gonna pick opposite with who you gonna call. <laughs> <laughs> But <laughs> you just laid, uh, you just laid a, a evil out there for me. Most of the time I've been telling everybody that I talk to, it's, it's kind of hard to, you know, when you go against the GOAT, you somehow come out wrong. He had finally put a team together that is built just like New England in every position. And you can go down the list and you can see how, how compatible they are. When you look at wide receivers, you had Random Moss, you got Evans. You had Corey Dillon, you have uh, Leonard Fournette. Fournette. You have a uh, uh, wide receiver who played uh, Amadola. Uh, um, his last, that little kid, number 10, uh, can't think of his name right quick. Um, he's in that position. And then tight end, you got Grunt, you know. So, And then you got Godwin, who's another slot receiver that they, they have. So he, uh, you know, he brought New England to, to Tampa, and that's why they call it Tampa Tom. He brought New England whole system to Tampa. You look at the last six weeks of what's been going on with Tampa, it looks like New England all over with. So is it New England in the system or is it Belichick? So there you are. So, uh, uh, you know, and then you got to look at Kansas City. Mahomes, if you take everybody away from Mahomes, just shut down every, shut down the, the cheetah, shut down um, the running back, check out, check down the re- the other receivers, check, shut down Kelsey. And then you got Mahomes. He's the X factor. After everything said and done, he makes a difference. So it is hard to go against Mahomes and what he has done. Even though they beat them the first time around, everybody's going to be different. The, the Buccaneers are not the same team they played in the first time, and Kansas City is not the same team they were facing the first time. So, who you pick is best to go opposite. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, no doubt. my advice, and my advice to anybody who want to bet, 
And you can't lose with this philosophy. Bet on the team with the most points. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Hey, before I let you go, when you won the Super Bowl MVP, did you look into the camera and say, I'm going to Disneyland? I was the only player in NFL <laughs> Super Bowl history that was given an opportunity to say something different. And by we having a Gulf War going on, um, I had the option of saying, I dedicate this win to our troops. And I took advantage of that opportunity, and I was able to uh, say it. And, uh, and I'm the only player in Super Bowl history that never said I was going to Disney, even though I ended up going there, but I never <laughs> said it. <laughs> now, that's outstanding, especially as we are on the American Forces Radio Network. We've been speaking to the great first-team All-Pro and champion O.J. Anderson. On behalf of Novo Nordisk, as he said, go to huddleupobesity.com. O.J., thanks for your time, man. Really appreciate yeah. it. Let's catch up soon. I appreciate it, man. And thank you for uh, plugging Nova Nordis and also the NFL alumni for their working to join, uh, joint working together, making this uh, awareness important to the whole country. Great stuff. I, Rick Tuttle, will take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Bob. Now you can make your home look great and save money. Right now, when you call Renewal by Anderson, you can buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, you get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Upgrade your home. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty are even included. And the Renewal by Anderson certified retailers take every safety precaution to protect you and your family. Hey, for 25 years, People have trusted Renewal by Anderson for their window replacement needs, and you can too. So call right now. Don't wait. Learn how to get your free window when you buy four. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. 
That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Hadle is going to go to the air. He's back to pass. He throws deep to the end zone. Batted up in the air. Intercepted by Dan Connors. It was a deflection hit into the air by Willie Brown. And Connors came down with a pass, and the Raiders stopped the Chargers without six, without even three on that drive. cares about anything else when you've got Rick Tittle on the radio. Oh, that Scott Norwood miss. That poor guy. I remember Letterman <laughs> the uh the Monday day after the Super Bowl. He started his monologue there. That's back when he was at 30 Rockefeller Center. And he said, "What's that smell, Paul?" Paul Shaver was like, "I don't know." He goes, "Who's frying bologna?" which is the old, you know, it's who, you know, farted. Who's frying bologna? And they went into this, like, little closet, and there was a guy wearing a Giants helmet, I mean, a Buffalo Bills helmet, and the worst excuse of a jersey, or just, like, red stripes to make an 11. And he goes, oh, it's Scott Norwood frying bologna. <laughs> that poor guy. One day after, he's getting roasted on Letterman. All right, coming up. We got Dan Shackner of the Puppy Bowl. We got Rob Wiley, Joel Kim Booster, Clint Hurdle. Two more hours. Come on back. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. A federal judge on Tuesday barred the U.S. government from enforcing President Biden's 100-day deportation moratorium. U.S. District Judge Drew Tipton issued a temporary restraining order sought by Texas saying the change could harm the state. CoreCivic and Geo Group, two of the largest U.S. private prison companies in the United States, could lose about $1 billion a year between them under new limits on the sector from President Biden. Biden's current order to dissolve applies to the Justice Department's federal contracts with private prisons. The order does not apply to the Department of Homeland Security and therefore not to ICE facilities. 
The scheduled retrial of an Oregon defendant, Pedro Sanchez, who was accused of committing a brutal hammer attack on Heather Fawcett, has been dropped with the defendant to walk free. The key witness in the case said she won't testify without wearing a face mask. The defendant's defense team had insisted on Sanchez's right to meet his accuser face-to-face. USA Radio News. We've all heard it. Eat healthy. But what does eating healthy mean? Sure, there are countless diets out there, but they contradict each other. Yet all experts agree we should eat a diet rich in fruits and vegetables. Whole fruits and vegetables are the perfect fuel to power the cells in your body, giving you the stamina you need to handle your day-to-day activities. And that's what Balance of Nature is. Whole fruits and vegetables delivered to you in a convenient capsule form for only 22 cents a serving. Our proprietary blend has no additives or fillers, just the full nutritional value of a variety of 31 different fruits and vegetables. Balance of Nature provides you with a natural energy boost without a caffeine crash, a 3 o'clock slump, or an early bedtime. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself by going to balanceofnature.com or by calling 1-800-2468-751 and use discount code USA. The American right to bear arms is being practiced a lot, according to recent sales. USA Radio News' John Clemens has more. With so much fear of tighter gun control measures from the new administration, coupled with the pandemic and all the riots in the streets, Americans turned to firearms. I spoke to Edwin Walker, an attorney with a U.S. Law Shield. The figure that the FBI has put out is uh, the number 39,695,315. To keep in mind, this is the number of background checks. This is not necessarily the number of firearms that are per- that have been purchased because uh, you can purchase multiple firearms with one background check. Part of that record, 39,695,315, was almost 4 million for December. From the USA Radio News Texas Bureau, I'm John Clemens. Thanks for listening. We do appreciate it. We are USA Radio News. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. The flaws and shortfalls of the World Health Organization were brought to light as the coronavirus ran rampant across the planet before the WHO had a chance to react. USA Radio News' Dan Araki looks into the issue of the United States rejoining the flawed organization. One of President Biden's executive orders last week sought to rejoin the World Health Organization. That is, scientists from the WHO have finally been allowed into Wuhan, China to investigate the origin of COVID-19. Dr. Anthony Fauci tells Fox News that he believes that the U.S. needs to be a part of the WHO, despite flaws inside that organization. Certainly, the WHO needs to have some reforms. There's no doubt about that. But when you're dealing with a global pandemic, you need a global organization to coordinate. You have to be part of the global community. If you're not involved with the WHO, which interacts with all the countries, even with all its flaws, which it does have, the better part of really what we should be doing is joining back with them. We should put their 
their feet to the fire about getting reforms, but to be completely out of that circuit, I don't think is productive when you're dealing with a global pandemic. From the USA Radio News, Ohio Bureau, I'm Dan Naraki. The World Health Organization is an agency of the United Nations responsible for international public health. The WHO Constitution, which establishes the agency's governing structure and principles, states its main objective as the attainment by all people of the highest possible level of health. For USA Radio News, I'm Lance Pry. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show, 1-800-878-PLAY, to get in, 1-800-878-729. Get you in and get you heard. That's what I had had said. Yeah, that's right. Coming up after a quick break, Joel Kim Booster is going to be with us, and uh, he's going to be part of Festpocalypse. About that. Also, uh, we've got uh, Clint Hurdle coming up in the uh, third, uh, the I should say, the third segment. So about a half hour from now. Second segment is free and clear for your calls. Uh, emails Rick at sportsbyline.com. <clears throat> email here from Scott, who said, uh, "Rick, for shortstop for the A's, what about Logan Davidson? Is he too young?" Uh, well, uh, good question. Uh, Logan Davidson is, uh, well, he's not too young. He's 23. He's just too inexperienced. He was the A's first round pick two years ago out of Clemson. And um, he's a kid who uh, is going to get an invite to camp as non roster, as well the kid Tyler Soderstrom, who was their first round pick last year, who now Major League Baseball basically has him as the A's top prospect, believe it or not. Not too shabby. But uh, Logan Davidson, of course, he got uh, one year at rookie ball with the Lake Monsters, and he hit like 240. And then uh, the COVID happened, and there was no minor league baseball last year. He went and worked out at the San Jose Giants facility where the A's were. Um, But then after that, uh, you know, his rookie team, that doesn't exist anymore, the way minor league baseball goes. So, no, there's no way in hell Logan Davidson is going to be the starting shortstop after, you know, 50 games at rookie ball. Yeah, I just don't see it happening. But as I said, too, he's not a, he's 
not a young kid. He's 23 years old, so they really got to you know, see how fast-tracked he is. I would love to see him end the season at double-A, but that might be a little bit too much to ask. He might be a guy who might be ready by the time he's 25, 26. Yeah, that's a problem. But anyway, good question. Thank you. And uh, Rick at SportsPilot.com is the email. The Twitter is at Fiddle. And a big shout to everyone listening on EFN. I'm a FAN of you. Come on back. It's O'Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts, which means you'll save money and reach your next reward even faster. Earn double O Rewards points on five parts of Mobile One Full Synthetic Motor Oil, just $28.95, and get a $10 gift card after mail-in rebate. Collect 150 points and get a $5 reward. Don't miss O'Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Pros bring something extra to every job. Now at the Home Depot, they also get something extra. Pro Extra, our free loyalty program built for pros just like you. Members earn perks with every dollar spent, like Pro Extra dollars, a tool rental credit, and more. New members get $20 off their next in-store purchase of 200 or more just for signing up. Learn more at homedepot.com slash pro extra. New year, more rewards, Pro Extra, only at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius.
Hey, uh, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. We always love Sketchfest over the years and having the performers come in studio, and I love going to all the venues in the city. Uh, as we know, that is uh, canceled this year, but au contraire, Festpocalypse will bring everybody together. It's an amazing list of uh, talent, and that's going to happen on the 30th, and uh, it is going to be uh, something that uh, will be happening at... Uh, 5 p.m. Pacific time, and um, it's uh, go to sfsketchfest.com for tickets. And we've been speaking to a lot of performers, and uh, we welcome another one today. We're very happy to have comedian Joel Kim Booster with us. Um, Joel, welcome to the show. And it's funny, just as I'm about to go on the air with you, I, I see a tweet from David Spade that you're going to be on the Netflix after party. You're really blowing up right now. Yeah, um, it's uh, first Rick Tittle's show, and now the Netflix after party. It's no, <laughs> the sky's the limit for me. Um, very excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's fun. Um, yeah, I'm going to be on the after party talking about the new show Bling Empire, which is sort of uh, the reality version of Crazy Rich Asians. If you're familiar with that genre, it's just about a bunch of um, insanely rich Asian people and the shenanigans that they get into. No, I had Ronnie Chang on, and I love talking to him about uh, everything that uh, went went down with that show. And is that is that the kind of thing that? Because I, I have a friend who's uh, Filipino and said, "Yeah, you know, it's Singapore, but you know, if you're Asian, you're interested." And I thought that's a large group of people. What do you think about that statement? Yeah, you know what? I gotta say, it is weird to me that like so much of the media that comes out depicting Asian people depicts us all as rich. And I grew up very poor, and so I'm looking for, you know, that piece of media that represents the way I grew up, which was, you know, going to shopping, um, you know, at the, the Aldi and, and getting my cereal in bags, you know, that kind of poor. And the cereal had a different name, too, kind of a yeah, busted yeah, yeah. name. Yeah, it was like Captain no Cornflakes. It was, it was all Bobo versions of the real cereal. So you didn't, I know you're a Chicago guy, you didn't have that John Hughes suburbs type of uh, upbringing with the big mansion, huh? No, I did not. I didn't even get, um, I, I never even got to skip school because I was homeschooled until I was a, a junior in high school. So I really didn't have uh, much of a John Hughes experience until uh, much later in life. Interesting. So right around 15, 16, you go into the mainstream. I can't imagine how jarring it is because normally in puberty you feel awkward anyway no matter who you are so what was that like for you um it was it was definitely an adjustment i mean i've always been an outgoing person but there was a lot there's a huge learning curve for me in terms of um knowing how to socialize with a large group of other people i mean i didn't know how to keep a secret to save my life until i was in my 20s to be honest because i just (laughs) didn't know like I was, I, you, you told me something and I just, you know, I, I was used to hearing stuff from my brothers and sisters and that was it. So I would just share it with anybody who wanted to know. Um, and that got me in trouble a lot. It was difficult to make friends. Let's just say that. <laughs> um, I love the show. This is not happening on Comedy Central and I've had Ari and Roy in before, but uh, um, you, you had a great one. It was a nice long story, <laughs> but Something we have in common is we were both in Amsterdam at 19 years old, and uh, that that sticks with you, doesn't it? 
What a time. Yeah. What a time to be in Amsterdam as a 19 year old. I mean, just the, the entire world of everything is open to you. And, um, yeah, I definitely got a lot of experiences in at 19 in Amsterdam that I, I haven't replicated since. <laughs> now I'm always interested too, in, you know, what Seinfeld says, there's no grad school for comedy. So it doesn't matter where you're from, what you look like, or if you're funny, it seems like we'll find you. And so how, how was it? Did, did you think I'm getting up on that stage because I'm outgoing and funny? Or did people say, Joel, you got to get on stage? You, you know what? I got to say, it, comedy never felt like something that was like for me growing up. You know, I didn't see a lot of people that looked like me or talked like me or, or had the same experiences that I did. And so it wasn't, it just, it felt very off limits. I was a fan, you know, like I was, when I was a really big fan of Mitch Hedberg growing up, uh, Margaret Cho, like I was real. I, I, I liked comedy. It just never felt like something that was available to me. And then I got a job in Chicago working with a bunch of improvisers and they would always like on our lunch breaks, they'd be running bits and like trying to make each other laugh. And I couldn't help but think like, oh, these people are comedians. I can do that. Like, I'm as funny as these people. Um, and so I just started doing it just to sort of prove to myself that I was as good as these other guys that I was working with. And the rest is history. No, I think that's great, too. And and on the way up, you know, now that you're a big shot, you look back and huh. think about that bowling alley or that laundromat that you did. I mean, what was probably the, the worst night? What was the night when you felt like, just throwing it all in and quitting. Um, I mean, there have been a there's been a lot of nights like that. I I remember one show I did in the back the walk the walk in of the back of an ice cream store, and there was maybe two people there. I think there were two audience members, and they were both the parents of one of the other comics on the lineup. And we still went forward with the show. I mean, anytime you do a show and there are more people on stage than there are in the audience, it's pretty demoralizing. And I think every comic has had an experience like that where it's less of a, a comedy show and more of just a direct conversation with the two people that showed up. But, you know, you, it's, it's character building. It's, it's one of those, you, as, as much as it's painful in the moment, like those are, the, those are the stories that you talk about with other comics and that make you laugh the hardest is, is those moments when you, you at the time, you, you almost wanted to quit. So that ice cream store, was it the Cold Stone Creamery? Because what did you call it? The Gay Underground Railroad? <laughs> yeah, it was the, the Underground Railroad for gay teens, Cold Stone Creamery. That's where we all ended up working. Um, no, it was it was a different, it was a mom and pop ice cream store in, in, in Chicago. But yeah, uh, the Cold Stone, wow, what a memory. What a good memory. <laughs> and I also wanted to ask you about Millican University, because I went to a small liberal arts arts college, but, but this one is even in, in smaller than mine. And this is in Decatur in the, in the Midwest. So what was it like going to Milliken? I mean, you know what? I, I gotta be honest. It was sort of the only choice for me because it, it was the only school I applied to because it was the only school that didn't have an application fee that I had to pay, uh, wow. to apply. So it was, it was the only option for me at the time. Um, because again, I was very poor, but, um, and they offered me, you know, a fair amount of money to go there, but it was, it was wild. I mean, Decatur is the soybean capital of the U S. Um, and I don't know if you've ever experienced like a soy processing plant, 
smell, but just imagine like dog food getting cooked on the stove uh, in a pan, and that's the, the smell that you are greeted with in Decatur pretty much every day. Um, but so that's probably my most defining memory of going to school there is um, that smell, the soy smell. Excellent. So for Festpocalypse, what do you, when people buy their ticket and they check you out, what are they going to see, Joel? Well, um, they're going to see a debate between me and Ron Punches. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, we are debating the merits of, of dinner versus breakfast. And um, it's, it, it gets pretty heated, I will say. We, we say some things that neither one of us could take back. Um, and, you know, my relationship with Ron is forever changed now. Um, it got pretty, pretty personal, uh, pretty fast. Well, big fans of Ron, too. That's hilarious. Make sure everybody go to sfsketchfest.com. Joel Kim Booster is with us. It's going to be on the 30th at uh, 5 p.m. on Saturday. And it's uh, if you just look at the list, it's just literally a night of 100 stars. Hey, uh, Joel, thanks for being on. And hopefully when this opens up again, if it does, and you're at the Punchline or Cobbs, we'd love to have you in studio here. Yeah, I would love to come. I would love to come by. Thank you so much for having me. All right, good stuff. Joel Kim Booster, everybody, uh, for Festpocalypse. I'm Rick Tittle, open segment on the other side. Come on back on Sports Cloud. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim 
receiving your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, Call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. You know, exactly. over time, you know, the more and more you do something, Practice the better you perfect. get at it. Just like, you know, you Anything. didn't become this excellent at radio overnight. You Thank know, you. you know exactly when to say we got one minute left. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, because I'm so good looking. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Practice makes perfect. <laughs> must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. All right. Uh, thank you for that. Open lines, 1-800-878-PLAY. I'm Rick Tittle. Clint Hurdle, former manager of the year in the National League. He'll be coming up in the next segment. We'll talk a little baseball with him. Um, so we have a tit for tat here. The tit was Kurt Schilling saying, take me off the ballot. Now, here's the tat. This is, and let me just remind everyone what Kurt Schilling said. Quote, I will not participate in the final year of voting. I'm requesting to be removed from the ballot. I'll defer to the Veterans Committee and men whose opinions actually matter and who are in a position to actually judge a player. I don't think I'm a Hall of Famer, as I've often stated, but if former players think I am, then I'll accept that with honor. Okay. And by the way, Kurt Schilling said now that that was a private letter and it never should have gotten out. Okay. Now, something else that he said is that former players will be my ultimate judge, and it should be. I won't allow a group of morally bankrupt frauds another year to lie about my life. Jeez. Well, we have a response from the Hall of Fame, and we'll get to that in a second. But let's get out to Chris, who is in Oakland. How you doing, Chris? Hey, Rick. Thanks always for uh, taking my call, and just always wonderful having you on the on the air, man. And um, yeah, it's, I was going to actually call you about the Schilling thing. I just obviously an A's lifelong A's fan. I hate Kurt Schilling, with the exception of the uh, 2001 World Series where he beat the Yankees. But um, I, just, I, you know, I, I get it. I mean, you just read the quote, and you know. It, it, he's not making himself any friends but on on the flip side if he's deemed a you know a, 
a, uh, a Hall of Famer, and just because he's you know you know big right wing guy, I mean I, that's in my opinion that shouldn't that shouldn't uh, that shouldn't affect it. Is that is that kind of your take, or what? Or do you just think the guy's a blowhard and wasn't good enough for the Hall of Fame anyway? Um, I mean, look, you can argue with his numbers. He doesn't strike me as a Hall of Famer. I'm a very tough judge, but I could see him getting in. I wouldn't cry about it. But yeah, he, you're right. He made a lot of enemies, and especially in these four years with Trump, uh, there was a lot of probably backlash to that as well. Now, that shouldn't matter. It should be completely what he did on the field. It shouldn't matter what his religion or his politics are, but people are people, and that stuff always will matter. I mean, that's my take. I mean, he kind of... You know, I, I was going to also call you about Tommy Lestella. I'm really upset the A's didn't sign him. I was, I was a big Tommy Lestella guy. And uh, anyway, and the fact that Giants got him is just ah, I'm not. I'm not so upset about Simeon. I think the, num- the numbers weren't going to work for us, and we all want to keep obviously Marcus Simeon. It's just you know everybody. You know, you just hear all the A's fans go, "Here we go again. We're going to lose these guys." But I think you know, being made a tough decision, you know, taking. Uh, uh, Chavez over Tejada, and I just—I mean—is that kind of your take? They're just looking to, you know, keeping Chapman over these other guys, and got to roll, roll the Brinks truck for those two for uh, Chapman if, Olsen, or what do you think? Yeah, I mean, if they keep both of the mats, then I think we'll be all right. And yeah, I—I'm—I would love to have a shortstop that will throw the ball to first base without bouncing it. The Lastella thing—it's just that Bean went on the record by saying that was his number one right. target. And, right. you know, the Giants gave him, they had to overpay. He's going to be 35 by the end of that contract. But then again, yeah. he was the hardest guy to strike out in baseball last year. He he kind of seems like a Yankee to me. He's got the Italian last name. He's got that rock jaw. You know, uh, he'll, he, I think he'll fit in really well with the Giants. It's just unfortunate, like you said, because uh, I kind of thought he was going to stick around. I mean, you know, Joe Madden had that famous quote, you know, Tommy LaStella can roll out of bed at 2 in the morning and get a hit. I just I just love that quote, and I just, I don't know. He just he seemed to add a, a huge spark. I, I, I didn't think it was as big a pickup when we got him last summer, but just really was a great, you know, like you said, hard to strike out, you know, seemed like he played tough, you know, seemed to get a hit in the right time. Anyway, it's going to be tough. Um, and then the last thing I was going to ask you about is, you know, kind of on our first topic I was talking about, What's your take on the, not to get overly dramatic, but kind of what the San Francisco School Board did yesterday and changed a bunch of names? As a historian, do you kind of do you cringe at stuff like that? Or do you think it's the right call? Or I don't know. It's 44 different Well, I, it, it's, it, to me, now remember, you're talking to a 55-year-old white guy. To me, a lot of them make me laugh. If I mean, they're even getting rid of Dianne Feinstein Middle School. Which is the I mean, big one for me. It's the first <laughs> female mayor, and it's just, yeah, I, that got me well, the most. Well, I, I wondered, I like, well, why, and if, it, if you were a U.S. president, you're automatically out. Um, I wondered about the Lincoln thing, and they said, well, he didn't do enough for Native Americans. I'm like, okay. I mean, you have to have lived a perfect life. Even if you freed the slaves, that's not enough. So that's up to them, but that's very San Francisco. I remember when I was a kid, they took all the American flags out of the public schools. I mean, it's just, it's the Bay Area, Chris. Yeah, you know? no, and I was on the Oakland School Board, and I'm sure Oakland's going to be doing some of these things. Well, I always liked, we, we had some, we, there was some um, kind of innocuous names, and this is way off topic of sports, but I just, I just want to just have my jaw this morning. Some kind of innocuous names, like we had, we changed a couple names of schools to like Think College Now or just some kind of generic type stuff, which to me also didn't seem great. I mean, I, I always liked to have schools that had local-based things. I could see without presidents, you know, that was kind of the thing done. But, you know, we have, a, we have a school in Oakland named for the guy who had the first telescope in Oakland, you know, Charles Burkhalter. I mean, stuff like that seemed to be cool. We have, we have a school named after the first openly gay uh, uh, African-American uh, director in Oakland. So, 
you know, music director. So I think stuff like that's good for schools, but, you know, these, these just blanket, hey, we're, you know, you did one little thing or there's one questionable thing in your life, and now we're going to take a school away. If I'm Mark Zuckerberg, you know, I gave $75 million to the uh, hospital, and now they want to take my name off. I mean, that's, that's, not, that's not a good thing either. So whatever. What, what right. was it's the name? Because my uncle, my uncle went to the school that became Calvin Simmons. What was it called right. before so that? that? Alexander Hamilton. My mom went there as well. Alexander Hamilton. Yeah, right. that's right. So, you know, and now yeah. with Hamilton being with whatever. Anyway, so sorry to, sorry to bring your show to a grinding halt, but again, <laughs> upset about Stella, upset about, uh, you know, Kurt Schilling as much as I don't like the guy, but, uh, you know, I think that's the wrong way to do it. So, anyway, thanks, Rick, as always, man. Let's, uh, let's keep it going. Okay. Thank you, too. I just wonder, for they, they should name all the new schools like Chris said. They should just name it something generic, like Shoot for the Stars Middle School, because whoever you name it after, you're going to find out, 20 years from now that he did a tweet when he was 16 that was, you know, some sort of off-color joke. And then they're going to have to take the name off again. You And, you know, if you want to get rid of the conquistador names, okay, I get it. You know, Father Sarah, I get it. Abraham Lincoln, all right. Whatever, it doesn't affect me. San Francisco schools. All right. This is from... Jack O'Connell, the Baseball Writers Association of America secretary, about this uh, Kurt Schilling request to get off the ballot. Quote, it is the position of the Baseball Writers Association of America that Mr. Schilling's request to remove himself from the ballot is a violation of the rules set forth by the Baseball Hall of Fame's board of directors who have commissioned the BBWAA to conduct the annual election, specifically the following. The duty of the screening committee shall be to prepare a ballot listing in alphabetical order eligible candidates who, one, received a vote on a minimum of 5% of the ballots cast in the preceding election, or two, are eligible for the first time and are nominated by any two of the six members of the BBWAA screening committee. Mr. Schilling has fulfilled both of those requirements and should remain on the ballot for consideration by the voting body for what would be his final year on the BBWAA ballot in 2022. The Hall of Fame assigned the BBWA to be the electorate in 1936. This association has abided by the rules for 85 years and shall continue to do so. The BBWAA urges the board to reject Mr. Schilling's request. How about that? Now, in this letter that was supposed to be pirate, Kurt Schilling also mentioned how, quote, somehow in a conversation with two men who cheated, and instead of being accountable, they destroy the lives of others to protect their lie. He's talking about Roger Clemens. Maybe one guy going to jail, maybe another guy blaming his wife. He also said his overall beef with the media, uh, and he says the version of himself being portrayed that does never existed, and he acknowledges that he has committed sins and is accountable. He said, even the spot of responding to claims of Nazi or racist or any other term is so watered down and rendered meaningless by spineless cowards who have never met me does make me ill, too. Well, yes, anybody who calls him a Nazi is an idiot. They don't understand what a Nazi is. Uh, if he said something racist, then he's going to get called that. Uh, I would call him a giant blowhard is what I would do. But here's the ultimate sports irony in the history of baseball would be if he gets in next year after kicking and screaming he wants out and you just saw kicking and screaming the writers want him to remain and it's not because they want to give him two percent of the vote next year to kick him in the butt on the way out it's that they don't want Kurt Schilling controlling their ballot 
they're basically saying this ballot is ours and we'll put on it whoever the hell we want as long as they meet one of the two criterion, 5% from the year before or being nominated. So um, they like it. They're saying uh, we're taking back our ballot. You can't take it and you can't rip it up. But, you know, if I was voting for Schilling and he said take me off the ballot and I got a ballot next year and he's on it, I'm not voting for him. He wanted out. You want out, you get out. And then the real people can judge you. Men, as he said, stressed. Men can, can judge me. All right. We'll come back with Clint Hurdle on the other side. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll see you in a second. something extra to every job now at the home depot they also get something extra pro extra our free loyalty program built for pros just like you members earn perks with every dollar spent like pro extra dollars a tool rental credit and more new members get 20 dollars off their next in-store purchase of 200 or more just for signing up learn more at homedepot.com slash pro extra new year more rewards pro extra only at the home depot how doers get more done you love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. And now more straight talk from Straight Talk. The big wireless companies say they're the only way to get the best coverage. Because they've got like a gajillion cell towers? Something like that. But Straight Talk Wireless runs on those same towers. So you get the same great networks for up to 50% less. 
I wonder if they're counting that one in Kickapoo, Kansas. Oh, boy. Switch today and get our unlimited plan for just 45 bucks a month with 25 gigs at high speeds and no contract. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. Savings may vary. See straighttalk.com. When do broadcasters go too far? Where does hilarity stop and vulgarity begin? Rick Tittle to bring it because it already done got brought. All right. Uh, thank you for that. And welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show former big league player and manager Clint Hurdle. And I've got some baseball questions for him, as you might imagine. But uh, Clint, let's start off with uh, why you're here. And that's because you have been such an, uh, a great supporter and advocate for the Prater Willie Syndrome uh, Association, something that uh, is near and dear to you. It's a it's a family thing. Tell us a little bit more about Prater Willie Syndrome, please. Rick, thanks for having me. First of all, and my son and I kind of chuckled at your rap song as we walked into this. So well done, well played. My Carla, my my wife and I, Carla, are we had a daughter born eighteen years ago. Her name was Madison Riley Hurdle, and she got kind of strung out in the NICU unit, man. We just couldn't figure out. There were things that didn't seem right to the doctors. And a couple of weeks in, after almost a dozen tests, they gave her one more test. And we said, well, maybe do one more. And then we're out. We just got tired of seeing needles stuck in her and, you know, no, no answers. And uh, they gave her one more test and found out that she had Prater-Willi syndrome. And, Rick, that's a deletion of the 15th chromosome, uh, which affects your satiation. Um, function. You know, for us, we eat Thanksgiving dinner and we're full afterwards. These kids wake up hungry, very hungry. They go to bed hungry. They're hungry as long as they're awake throughout the day. Their del- motor skills, gross motor skills, fine motor skills are delayed. Um, they're basically, you know, special needs children, special needs babies. Uh, Maddie has progressed and mainstreamed through school. She's a senior in high school this year. But it's not been without challenge or complication, and there's so many kids out there that are still diagnosed. We're just trying to be advocates for our daughter and many others and trying to help bring awareness to this syndrome. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I honestly have never heard of it, so this is very important that you do uh, speak out about it. What is the, did they tell you what the occurrence is, like in the United States, how uh, common this is? Yeah, Rick, it's not very common. It's usually one in twelve to fifteen thousand babies born are diagnosed. And it happens at conception. It's not something you grow into. Um, I'm older. I'm sixty-three. Your dad, maybe Rick. What, how old are you, by the way? I'm fifty-five. So you can maybe relate to this. Back in school, remember when the little yellow bus ought to pull up would pull up in front of school. The short and, bus. And the children yeah. get off. Actually, I, we were so callous in, in my high school, we called them retards. Um, yeah. They were usually slower, smaller, um, just not quite connected. They just seemed to be off a little bit. When you think about it, 
almost probably 50 to 60% of those kids had Prader-Willi syndrome. And it was undetected. This syndrome's only been on the medical books uh, for about 45 years, maybe closing in on 50. Um, and, you know, there's parts of Maddie that have developed to some degree. Most parts of Maddie are going to be 12 years old the rest of her life. However, she wants to fight and, and struggle and, and, and be a teenager. She wants to be 18. She wants to have friends. You know, she's got dreams as well. So it's finding that balance of supporting her, giving her things that can challenge her, and giving her some joy in her life to work at a part-time job, to be able to manifest a trolley system to get around a small town or a bus system. Uh, living on their, loan, on their own is really not an option. Um, advanced education can be limited. Um, there's only one or two recordable uh, births that a Prader Willie girl has had with a with, with a you know with a baby. Um, so there were so many unanswered questions early on that Maddie actually did accomplish. She's accomplished she's accomplished a multitude of things based on love and support from a lot of people. The biggest lesson that my wife and I, Carl, have taken away from this, Rick, is that so many people serve our children and provide services that Carla and I could not provide, that my job could not provide, that no amount of money can change or benefit. It's the love and support of doctors and nurses and people committed to this cause uh, and helping with special needs kids that have made her life have, have significance and have impact. That's outstanding. Now, speaking uh, uh, more about guys our age i'm a little bit younger than you as we mentioned um you know i grew up playing baseball like every american i had two brothers and you know back in the day getting on the cover of si you know where i'm going here um you know we would fight over sports illustrated who could get it first and i remember when i was in the eighth grade there's you on the cover with the royals and it said here's the guy the next phenom and it looks like you were laughing your ass off how cool was that to be on the cover of si saying this is the guy Rick, it was cool until it wasn't cool. <laughs> and as you, can, as you can imagine, they walk you through this process. They actually told me that they're photographing like almost two dozen guys in spring training. Two dozen rookies. They wouldn't tell anybody who's on the cover. It's always a secret. And Willie Wilson, actually, who was our, our camp that year, turned out to be a very good big league player for a number of years. Willie and I were photographed um, and a host of other people. Well, that day when the cover came out, I was aware of the date they were going to launch the magazine. And like you, for many years, you know, that Sport Illustrated, when it came out, it was something everybody wanted, waited for and to be on the cover. There supposedly was a jinx. I'm not going to say there is or there isn't. There have been a lot of people on the cover that have not been jinxed. People on the cover that have had a couple struggles afterwards. But I was walking into a 7-Eleven, Rick, and back in, the, back in the day, at the age of 20, I'm going to guess 1977, the only magazines that were in a 7-Eleven were on the counter. It was Time, Newsweek, and Sports Illustrated. So I picked up my breakfast of champions. I think it was a quart of milk and a honey bun. I put it on the counter. I looked at the cashier. He looked at me. I looked at the magazines like I'd always just glance at them, see who was on Newsweek, see who was on Time, check out SI. It was me. I looked back at him. He looked back at me. He went, oh, my. And I said, oh, my. And I just walked out. I left the honey bun. I left the milk. I just got out of there. That's really paralyzing. Uh, that's awesome. You know, I was covering the A's in the ninety on in the nineties on TV, and Willie Wilson was on the A's, and he once gave me a signed 
pair of his underpants, which I kept, which is kind of weird. But since you brought up the great <laughs> Willie Wilson, um, I want to ask you, too, about the fact that uh, Tony La Russa is back and he's a lot older than you are. Does that give you a little oomph like, hey, maybe I'll try it again? Uh, no, no, it didn't. God bless Tony. Tony and I have become uh, friends over the years. We managed uh, quite a bit against each other. I used to have one story that I used three different times a year. Whenever we play a Tory team, a La Russa team, or a Cox team, I tell my team, you guys are going to need to have a really good series because I guarantee I'm going to get outmanaged. Um, <laughs> I spent 45 years in uniform, Rick. I was grateful and thankful for each, each and every one of them. My story is a little different. Everybody's story is different. I have two teenagers at home. I have a special needs daughter. It's a senior in high school. I have a son who's 16, just engaging right in the, you know, the, the tender part of high school, the middle of it. And it was just, for me, it's just time to be home. It's time to be home with Carl. It's time to be home with these kids. Uh, if baseball opens the door for me in some other shape, fashion, or form, it's one I'd, I'd probably check into to see if I could help. Uh, but there'll be no more. You know, put the uniform in the closet. Gotcha. A couple more questions for Clint Hurdle, former manager of the year. Um, just today, you know, we, we got the news about the, the Hall of Fame and, and Kurt Schilling saying, you know, take me off the list for the 10th year. I'm not going to be judged by these writers. Uh, and now the Hall of Fame has, or the writers have come back saying he can't control the ballot and he's going to be on it. What are your thoughts about that? And I know it's a little sour grapes, obviously, but what do you think about Kurt's stance? Well, you know, everybody's got an opinion. Um, and that's one thing I learned being a manager. Everybody could do my job better than me most days. <laughs> um, you love the give and take with the press. We were, we were so fortunate in baseball. We got to meet with the press twice a day. Uh, you know, not just once or once a week or twice a week. Kurt's got his own thoughts and his own reasoning behind it. I've read some of the articles and I think the writers have their own, their, their own thoughts and why they want to keep him on. Um, at the end of the day, um, it'll get settled one way or the other. Uh, I talked to another friend of mine, very close friend of mine, Todd Helton, who actually had a spike in votes. You know, yeah. I think he's in the third year. I think he's in the third year. And he, like he said, it's a 10 year race for him. He just hopes he can keep moving the chains moving forward. I didn't have that problem. I got no votes. I don't even think I was put up for a vote. Um, so all I know is this. Those men that are in there, those are some fantastic careers. And it's been a, it's really kind of a sad year for us of how many Hall of Famers that we've lost. So yeah. I've, Kurt beat my teams up uh, three different times with three different teams. I can remember one year in Colorado, we had to, we played them 19 times, and either he or Randy Johnson threw against us 10 times. Uh, and it wasn't really fair because we weren't that good, and both of them really were. So, you know, I honor Kurt's thoughts and opinions, but of the baseball writers, they've got their own thoughts as well. How'd I dance around that one? <laughs> That's pretty good. And I got to say for Helton, too, with Larry Walker getting in, that, that, whole, that whole Coors Field thing, maybe that's gone away. So, yeah, we'll keep our fingers crossed for him. One more question for you. Um, now with a guy starting on second in extras and pitchers got to pitch to three guys unless they get through an inning, this, how would that change things for you as a manager? Does it simplify it or does it just clog it all up more? Well, I, I think it all depends on how much of a growth mindset you have. Um, I've got some buddies that, that I think it locked up. I've got some other buddies that I think said, okay, this is just different strategy. It's still strategy. It's just different. Jimmy Leland and I have talked about this. We beat this around for hours. Um, it does change the old way of managing. 
you know, where you could come in and you could leverage your relievers, especially if another team, you know, if you're talking Pujols and Edmonds back of the day, and then you go back right-handed with Roll and Harvard that was stacked up, it's tough to leave a, a left-hander in there for those three hitters. However, we're also trying to find a way to keep all the fan bases engaged. So I understand why they're doing it. Um, that one is still, I, I'm warming up to it. If it sticks, it's going to stick. The one I thought was kind of like the wild card. I can remember when the wild card came up, when, when Seelig came up with that plan, everybody threw their hands up and said he's crazy. It turned out to be one of the best things ever because it keeps so many cities engaged longer yep. in a pennant race with hope. But this, the seven inning doubleheader, initially, you know, I know a bunch of guys that threw their hands up. Traditional values that we can't do this. Man, I'd be a big fan of seven inning doubleheader just because it saves your pitching. Sometimes in Coors Field, you know, you get wiped out anyway with your pitching, but seven inning doubleheaders, I do think we're trying to be smart to keep everybody engaged because the games are too long and there's not enough action. I think we all in agreement on that. It's a home run, it's a walk or a strikeout. So I do believe they're trying to find ways to heighten the level of interest and the level of activity. Very well said. We just got about a minute here. How can people find out more if they want to help uh, with the Prouder-Willie syndrome, Clint? You can go to our website at pwsa forward slash usa dot org. Um, I've been the national spokesperson for 16 years. Uh, there's a lot of good things going on, and you may know of a family with a child that may be overweight, may be a little slow to learn, may be a little methodical in their movements. There's still so many kids out there, Rick, that are undiagnosed. Like you said, I had never heard of it when Maddie was diagnosed. If we got 10 people together, there may be one of us or two of us that have ever heard of it. It is still so far under the radar that it's, it's scary and it's sad. So we're just trying to get out there and let people know. There he is, Clint Hurdle, doing great work. Hey, Clint, great having you on, man. And uh, let's catch up down the road. Anytime, Rick. Thank you. Thank you very All much right. for your support. Great stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Pilot. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, my heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. 
Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Oh, I would love that. And then maybe afterwards we can go field herping. That's when you go out and you look for reptiles. Rick Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. Thank you for that, and uh, thanks for tuning into the show. And uh, how good was Clint Hurdle? Really good. All right. Um, by the way, you may see some headlines that Eli Manning is back with the New York Giants, which is true, but he's coming back in an ambassador role. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're breaking out your number 10 jerseys, uh, it's not quite like that uh, right now. But um, this was something that uh, Manning was asked about a few days ago. And uh, apparently the, uh, the Mara family has, uh, has reached out. But I would just think it would be funny just to see the headline. <laughs> Eli Manning back with Giants. <laughs> like, I thought he was too old. When they... Remember, I was at the game at the Oakland Coliseum where Eli Manning got benched for the first time in whatever, how many years it was, cost the guy the, the head coach's job. And he got benched for Geno Smith, I think. It wasn't even <laughs> wasn't even for a young guy. It was stupid. All right, hey, once again, thanks for tuning in. Uh, Clint Hurdle was great. All the other guests as well, always fantastic. Joel Kim Booster, et cetera, et cetera. 
Uh, I'm Rick Tittle, Otis Anderson. We'll see you tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pack time. We don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.